It's news time with award-winning newsman extraordinaire, Kevin James. Men sets out to mow lawns in 50 states just for the fun of it. Am I the only one who realizes that this story isn't news? It's not news. It's Kevin's news. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Kevin James. Kevin. It is news time. Seven o'clock news. Kevin, I I now have the shout out not or the call out not only to Jeff Griffiths from my high school class, but also Daniel Arenas. Uh, he was apparently living currently in Tyrone, Georgia, who I have not talked to since the year two thousand. Now is that a boy or girl's name? That's a boy, Daniel. Daniel. Daniel oh, or Daniel. Oh yeah, it does. I guess I could sound like Daniel. Yeah, I like Daniel. Daniel. I didn't know if you were saying Daniel's very Spanish-like or what. Yeah, that actually is very interesting. Well, you know, we'll ask if we have any answers. I've got the message yeah. out to two people though from my high school class. Well, I've got it out to a couple others, but I know a couple. I'm looking at their Facebook. I don't think they've been on Facebook in six years, so I'm guessing those uh-huh. are going to go unanswered. Kev, I feel you like I out- need to start. I feel like I need to reach out to more people because I just went with one and. It's been a real interesting roller coaster for me. My thought is this. I've just spammed a bunch of people. I haven't talked to them in 21 years. The worst that's going to happen is they still don't talk to me. It's a good point. Now, here's the deal with me that's a little weird. I've talked to all of these people to some degree just because Harrington's a small town. We've done class reunions. We've done whatever. And when that happens, I you see these people. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's kind of cool. So, you know, it's it's not like I haven't seen them at all, but it definitely is. I mean, I haven't talked to them very much. And looking back at some old pictures, I'm like, yeah, I bet you it's been 10 years since I've seen you. As weird as that is. Because we did hmm, 30th class reunion, I think I missed. Okay. Which would have been two years ago. Yeah, two years ago. I don't think I went to it. I think I had something else going on that weekend, a wedding or something, and I didn't go to it. So, yeah, I have not seen, though, I think maybe 25th. So, yeah, maybe like seven years is the last time I saw him. So you've been very antisocial. <sighs> is that what I'm learning? Yeah. You've been very antisocial. This is why they're not responding. Oh, by the way, no, how about, how about no, this? No, and then this is, this is the bummer. Okay. This is the bummer. And, and I'm not going to say all of it but there's there's Uh some bad he he Uh responded but there's also some bad news oh gosh kev because guess what okay this is the dangerous that's the reality of life at our age yeah this is the dangerous part of reaching out to someone you haven't talked to in in 30 years 20 years whatever it may be like now i don't want daniel arenas or jeff griffiths to answer my messages because i don't want to hear bad news no and that uh this this is one of those where it's 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 a thing that just also makes you feel like the smallest person in the world that you didn't know any of this was going on in someone's world. Oh no, are you? I mean, is this all secretive stuff? Of course. So now I don't you've got, no. I mean, I don't. I, I don't feel like you should air out. I don't. Yeah, I don't want to say it on the radio. After we've already discussed the fact that you have not been very social with the people from your high school, I don't know that the first thing we do to try to get them on the yes. radio is air out their laundry. Break break the news. Yeah, I, I would just say it's not about him. Okay, but it, it's still something that I. Yeah, it's just one of those bummer things. It's real life stuff that happens to people, and then you just go, ah, oh, man. 
And he says, I don't know if you knew this. And I'm like, no, I didn't know it. Now I feel like the smallest person in the world. We were talking about how many people you are still good friends with who went to high school with you. Kevin and I went to really small schools. And so we have very few people we've kept in touch with. We're wondering in bigger schools how that's going. There are people who have said they're still friends with 15 to 20 people that they still yeah. still talk to. That's a bigger class. See, how about this one? You ready for this? Yeah. The text line open, Hazard Fabworks text line 4348623. It's from Patty. Hi, guys. Talking about people we went to school with. I went to school in California. One day a few years ago, I was watching Dead Files, and they were in Seattle talking to a oh, forensic no. pathologist. And when I saw his name and him, I almost fell out of my chair. It was a kid I went to elementary school with, and he lived in my neighborhood. I actually had a crush on him. This yes. was back in the late 60s or early 70s. We moved to Southern California when I was in sixth grade. So we were in school together from kindergarten through fifth grade. How funny is that? You're, you That's see a funny. kid that you went to That's elementary wild. school with, you had a crush with, on TV as a forensic pathologist. That's crazy. I, I love stuff like that. See, that doesn't... And here's the thing that's weird about a small town, and I'm sure anybody who goes to a small town school. Yours is weird because you were a small school, but in a different country, yeah, right? Yeah, really weird. So it's kind of a weird dynamic where in Harrington, I still consider every single person I went to school with a friend. Okay. Like, there's not one person that I'm like, yeah, I'm not friends with them. I'm I'm friends with all of these guys. I like every single one of them. I still like talking to them whenever I do. I just don't do it often enough. So I have seen one person who I went to high school with. I've seen one person since high school once. I saw I was Kenny, my buddy Kenny. Kenny, yeah, you guys are still great friends. That's not true. I've seen his wife. His wife went to school with us. So two people. Uh, so that's that's it. Oh my gosh, Daniel Arenas is typing to me right now. Yeah, d- this will it? be the first time I've heard from Daniel Arenas in 21 years. He was on my bas- Venezuelan basketball traveling team. I love it. I love this. He thing. is about to say, <laughs> "New Facebook, I, who dis?" I'll tell you, it was gut wrenching for me because John, who I typed a message to, the bubble kept popping up that he was typing, and then it would go away, and then it would come up, and then it would go away. Oh man! And I was like, oh no. Oh no, is there some, did I do something bad? Is there, I mean, I know I haven't stayed in touch. Is he going to tell me, hey, thanks for reaching out to me, but you really have made no effort over the years. I have no interest in talking to you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Luckily, he did not do that. I will let us know uh, how, how many people you still keep in touch with from high school. The text line opened 4348623, but it is seven o'clock and it is news time, Kev. It is news time, Slim, and we're going to start with this one. I don't know, man. Do we have time to call Bruce? Yeah, we we definitely do. I can call him okay. right now. I, I just got a message from Daniel Arenas that's rattled me. Hey, Sean, we're great and blessed. I would love to catch up, but unfortunately, I'm at a conference this morning. Hope hope and pray you're doing well. Okay, that is just a way of saying no. No, it is not. How is that? That was the most opening arms I've ever seen. <laughs> okay, yeah. He's at a conference. Well, AKA, conference. I actually have a real job. Okay, he, I mean, he's got to get, he's got to get out of the conference. I mean, if you haven't heard from someone in this long, don't you just leave the conference? Say, I've got an emergency, a radio emergency. Was he praying for you? Is that what he said? He is, and that's probably something that is good for. How many of us. the kids that you went to school with ended up being pastors or something like that? I know a, a lot, couple. Right? I know for yeah. sure. I think I think Seth Wright, who once bit me in a fight on the playground in tenth yeah. grade, tenth grade bit me. I think uh-huh. he might be a pastor. I think Should Jeff Griffiths, him. who oh. didn't respond to my message, I think he turned out to be a pastor in Branson, Missouri. Uh, I know Kenny didn't. 
And I don't know what the other people did. Oh, my buddy Daryl Spradley did. So apparently that's just what they do. And then I turned out to work for the radio station. All right, let's see, what, cool. let's see if we can call Bruce. There's some beer news that we need to call our buddy Bruce from the Friday show about because Molson Coors will be discontinuing a number of its economy brands, including Keystone Ice, Ice House Edge. Uh, let's see. Henry Weinhardt's Private Reserve. Hello. Bruce, this is uh, Jay and Kevin's show. I'm Slim. Kevin's here. Can we put you on the radio because you're live right now? <laughs> live right this minute? Yeah, is that yeah, okay? Yeah, buddy. Yeah, go ahead. I'll we put have my coffee cup down and talk for a minute. Kevin has beer news for you. Oh no, really? Yeah. yeah. And we we needed okay. a beer. We needed a beer, old school beer expert to talk to. Okay, that sounds good. Bruce, when was the last time you cracked open a cold one? Well, I believe I had one last night. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, What was the beer of choice? Well, it's still Miller High Life in the can. Miller High Life. Well, Bruce, yep. there's some bad news. Molson Coors, what? the maker of Miller High Life, yeah. is discontinuing a number of their economy brands, including what? such That's... brands as Keystone Light, Keystone oh, yeah. Ice. Yeah. Miller High Life. What? That's not an economy brand. <laughs> okay. I've read more into this. It's Miller High Life Light. Oh, yeah. Well, you, they can get rid of that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> How did I know you wouldn't care? <laughs> You're not a light oh. beer guy, huh? Oh, uh, no. No. Full flavor. Okay, so Miller High Life Light. I don't know if any of your little buddies, a little buddy Dougie, does he drink Miller High Life Light? Anybody who does, apparently that brand is going away. Keystone also going away. Old oh, English, yeah. 800. Uh, Henry Weinhardt's Private Reserve. Those are all gone. And Ice House what? Edge. Wow. What are people going to do? <laughs> I don't know. We, what would you do, Bruce, if your Miller High Life actually went away? What would you change to? Do you even have a second place beer? Oh no, gosh, no. Coors Light or something like that, maybe. Okay, so you just go to Coors Light. You could do that, but that the Miller High Life is the choice of Bruce. Yes, sir. All right. Well, we just want to check yes. in. I'm glad you had one last night. Well, I might have two. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, that's good. Because you got to keep them. Yeah, hey, here's the deal. You got to keep them in business. Now there's threatening. You know, now that they're losing yeah. beers, you don't want them to lose the one you love. So you've got to make sure they stay in business. This is why you now have an excuse to buy as many as you want. Yeah, I like that. Okay, yeah. Bruce, are you at coffee with the fellows this morning or what? Uh, yes, sir, I am. What is the uh, topic this morning? What What is one of the topics you guys oh, have been discussing? No, oh, well, you don't want to hear about this one. We. <laughs> We all went to a funeral yesterday, so. Yeah, darn it. Right. I mean, uh, it's every day with you guys. Well, you know, we're all getting up there, so. Yeah, yeah. it happens. Any Anything yeah, Anything better uh, than that? Well, we're going to go out to my brother-in-law's farm this morning and watch his uh, robotic milkers milk cows. Okay. Bruce, I hope you have a great morning. Yes. You are the absolute best, my friend. Thank you for answering our call. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> Bruce is going to the milking okay. parlor. Of okay. course he is. Kevin James.
I, I don't know. I, right now, I don't know if I ever want to have a day where I answer a phone call from my kids or someone who's younger than me that says, hey, what's the big plan for the day? And I say, with so much glee in my voice, we're about to head off to enjoy ourselves watching the robotic milkers milk cows. Come on. You wouldn't be fascinated by that? I don't. I don't know. I think it sounds cool. The big 99.9 Coyote Country. I think it sounds cool. Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. Due to a laundry incident, you're not wearing undies today. Kevin James. By a laundry incident, what I mean is I didn't do my laundry. (laughs) The Jay and Kevin show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. It's a listener letter. You wrote it down. We picked it up and we're reading it now. Gonna find out if we can help at all. And we're gonna see if you can help with your calls. It's gonna be fun and it's gonna be great. So let's get to it. No need to wait. It's a listener letter. Don't you know? And we're reading it here on the Jane Kevin Show. Kevin, it is time for the listener letter. And I know you've got it over there. Good morning, guys. This is a very simple and my normal deal. I know it's not a big deal. It's just curious if the way I do things is normal. My husband is very organized, and when we go on vacation, he has a list of everything he wants to take, packs his bag a day or two before we leave. I'm the total opposite. I think about it a ton, but I wait until the night before and then just start throwing all my stuff in a suitcase, and I always take extra clothes, too, because I just can't decide what I want to take. He tells me that I have issues and I am not normal. I just think that what I do is probably more the norm, so I ask. How do you pack for a vacation slash trip? Thanks, Maria. All right, Kevin James, the phone lines are open, 4410999. Hazard FabWorks text line, 4348623. Kev, what do you do? How do you plan for a trip? How do you pack? Okay, I'm kind of a middler. Middler. I'm both ways. I've done it both ways, and I can really handle it either way. There are times where, okay, like if we go to Nashville, and I know I got to take nice clothes. Like, I will lay it out in my head that, all right, we're going to go out at night for this, this, and this, so I'll make sure I have those three outfits ready to go. And then I'll be like, okay, and during the day, I want this, this, and this. So I will plan it out like that in my head and maybe even write it down, but (laughs) I'm waiting until the last minute to pack it. And a lot of times what I'll do is I'll forget to write down like seven pairs of underwear. Okay. And then it's like that thing where you're just, oh, I don't know. And then inevitably, the thing I do that I relate to her on, inevitably, I will do the, yeah, but what if, I don't know, maybe I don't want to wear this, maybe, and I always pack extra clothes, you know. Gotta have extra clothes. My bag is so full of extra clothes, and Jay, our little radio buddy, can't stand that. He is just like, dude. I mean, we've gone to Nashville for a week, and he gets on the bag with one of those little string backpacks. Right. I'm like, where are your clothes? He's like, they're in here. Yeah, I'm like, I know your clothes are small, bud, but how are you? And he's just no nonsense. He just takes exactly what he needs, where I think you and I are a little more willy-nilly with the way we do it. Well, if I'm taking a suitcase, so if I know I'm taking a suitcase, yeah. I'm, I'm going to utilize it. I'm not probably going to go. go crazy, but 
I'm going to put enough clothes in there that I'm getting my money's worth out of the suitcase. You know, you know, it's going to it's going to put an extra pair of pants, an extra shirt or two, some extra socks, extra undies. I'm going to utilize the suitcase. But if it is a quick weekend, I might be able to sneak with I'm a with carry you on. Yeah, I, I truly I just prefer taking a suitcase. I do I, too. I prefer checking it. I like to not have to worry about putting it in the overhead. Yeah, I'd rather just take a suitcase on a trip. And that means I'm just going to throw extra clothes in. And I I'll right. kind of during the day before I leave, in my head, I'll think about, okay, these are the things I, I know I need. Make that checklist in my head. And then the night before I'm out of there, I'll throw the stuff in there, throw the shoes, throw everything in, and be good to go and inevitably forget something, but hope that I'm going to a city where I can get the thing that I, See, so I that's, forgot. That's the one thing I've learned over time, too, is that if I do a better job of overpacking... I'm less likely to spend money when I'm there. Totally. Because I'll sure. do that thing where I'm in desperate, and then I'm like, I mean, you remember it. One time in Nashville, I was so desperate that for a different hilarious. shirt. We went across town, cost us a ton of money to drive all the oh. way across town where it was the only store that something would fit me, go in, buy a shirt that's way too expensive, buy that shirt, then get back in a cab and have to drive all the way back and miss everything because it took too long. And it's just like, yeah. So I've unreal. gotten better at just overpacking, and then it seems to save me money in the long run. The store we went to is really cool. Yeah. Standing in that Safeway parking lot for Not so 30 cool. to 40 minutes waiting for the the taxi at the time. That bottle of wild turkey, honey whiskey was cool, though. It was great. It was absolutely spectacular. <laughs> we did enjoy that, didn't we? It was spectacular. How do you kill time? With a bottle of whiskey. Jay, Kevin, and Slim it's a great point. Yes, sir. How upset. Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. Do you like the glow that Slim has right now? I've got a nice, bright Christmas tree in here, and that's the only lights I'm going to keep on for the next four weeks. Kevin James. Leave them on. I don't mind closing my eyes. The Jay and Kevin show on the big 99.9 Coyote Coyote Country. Kevin James, we've been talking this morning about... Staying in touch with high school friends. You and I were messaging a lot of people today from our high school. I was messaging people I haven't talked to in 21 years to see if we could call them randomly on the radio. None of them responded. No. So I messaged the only one that I do talk to. Sometimes I feel a little snarky. You must be one with the rock. Are you a doctor, aren't you? I don't know. He's the lead volcanologist of the Jay and Kevin Show. Volcanology has the highest mortality rate of any science. Dr. Kenny Beefus. Uh, one of my best buds. Grew up with him in another country many, many moons ago. Kenny Beefus joins us. Kenny, what's up, man? How you doing? Hey, I'm good. Okay. Oh, I'm good. Kevin and I have been trying to reach out to high school friends today, ones that we haven't talked to in forever. So I reached out to people that we went to high school. Kevin had the same Kind of similar situation as us, Beef, where our graduating classes were tiny. Kevin's was... Seven. Seven. Ours was 11. And how did it go, DJ Kevy Kev? Did you get in touch with anybody? Well, let me tell you, Doctor. Uh, Dr. Beefus, I am in uh, a conversation right now with one of my friends that was... Uh, you know, I, it's weird because a small town, you get that thing where even though I haven't talked to him for probably... I'm putting it at like seven or eight years since the last time I saw him. And even then, I only saw him for a little bit at like a high school reunion. You just always have that thing where you still feel like you're great friends because there's that small town bond where you grew up together. But that does not 
account for the fact that you just I, I feel weird today like talking to him because I feel bad that we haven't stayed in touch more. I hate that. I hope people feel the same way you do. Like yeah. that idea like, yeah, you're still my friend and we even though we haven't seen each other forever, it's still like connection right there. I know I feel that way about all these people I haven't talked to in twenty years. Maybe that's make believe. Kenny, I reached out to two today. I reached out to two people we went to high school with. Well, I reached mm-hmm. out to four, but two of them I realized haven't been on Facebook in like five or six years, so that's not going to work. Uh, I, I would like to give you their names and you tell me if these were the right people to reach out to. I reached out to Jeff Griffiths. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, I mainly wanted to ask him about how it was dating my sister on and off for about 10 wow. straight years. Except for it wasn't ever dating. It was never dating. Yeah, had another girlfriend. It was just hanging out, Wait, sitting what? close to each other at social hour after dinner at the dorms. Yeah, he's like a two-timer. Boy, I shouldn't say this if you are going to talk to him on the radio soon. He didn't yeah, respond. You, you seem like you really want to be friends with these guys, Kenny. Jeff Griffiths. Well, he kind of did the same thing to my wife. Oh, <laughs> like, wow. You know what I mean? Like, That's a good like point. He kind of played the field uh, in, uh, against me. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't blame yeah. you. Yeah, Ken, uh, Jeff Griffiths was kind of the ladies' man of our school, Kev. All the girls wanted to date sure. him. Yeah. But you know what? In his face, Kenny won that battle. It's Elizabeth Beefus, not Elizabeth Griffiths. You know what I'm saying? You did, Kenny. Yeah. You won that trophy, boy. Uh, the other one was yeah, Danielle. Nobody needs six-pack. Who needs a six-pack? The other one was Danielle Arenas, Kenny. Oh, he would have been a great one. He would have been great. And I messaged him, and he said he's in a conference, so he can't answer his phone, which I believe to be a lie. And then I asked him if our basketball team was actually any good, and he didn't respond. Yeah, but he's in that conference. you got to trust him. He's in a conference. That's what I right said. And, and he's an Sean important G- businessman. Like, he said the message, and the message could not have been any nicer from this Daniel guy. <laughs> and, and I was like, Slim, Daniel why? Arenas Daniel Arenas. Daniel Arenas. Okay, Mr. Dan- Arenas. Like and, in English, we say Daniel. It's a boy. Daniel <laughs> Arenas. And his message was super nice, and he was like, yeah. hey, we're blessed, and, you know, hope all is well, praying all is well with you. I'm in a conference right now. Can't catch up. But, like, it was super nice. And what does Sean do? Huh. He's blowing me off. Kenny, I didn't reach out to Andrew Lee because I didn't know if he has access to a telephone. He's definitely in the Amazon jungle. Yeah, so I didn't reach out. I didn't reach out to him. Would have been one. Kenny, I wanted to call you for a number of reasons today. We'd love to have you on the show. But you told me a story, and I want to let you tell the people the story because we're in a world where news can be difficult right now, and there's a lot of negative things going on. And you had a really awesome, positive story. I wanted you to have a platform to share it on. Okay, well, you want me to just get started? Let's do it. All right, so check this out. I have a new graduate student coming to America from Argentina. In the middle of COVID, he's going to be my new PhD student. His flight gets canceled like two days ago because Argentinian government shuts down all like airfare, except for a few select flights. So the whole country's going crazy. How do we get on airplanes? Of course, my student can't get through to American Airlines. He's on hold all weekend. No dice. He asked me to call in to see if I can do something better because in the States, maybe the lines are more free. And Kenny, I would, I'd like to clarify, this kid has never been to the United States, correct? He, he has come one time before. Okay. But he's like from impoverished, like okay. central Argentina. Oh, wow. Um, okay. So, so this, is, this is a big thing that he's trying to pull off and his flight gets canceled. So I call in, I get put on hold for 20 minutes, but then I get through. And the guy who I was talking to, the American Airlines representative, was just in a good mood, and he was ready to play ball. And so he says, like one minute into the call, he goes, all right, I got a seat for him tonight. What? Out of Buenos Aires. 
And I said, what? Yeah, book it. Let's go. But then I say to him, no, wait. I got to make sure my kid is in Buenos Aires. Because Argentina's a huge country, right? <laughs> That's like yeah, saying he's in New York City, but he could be anywhere. Um, yeah. And so I get him on Zoom. I say, hey, can I get my student on Zoom? And he goes, okay, fine. So I am talking on Zoom to my student in Argentina and to the American Airlines rep on speakerphone. I'm intermediary. And the guy's just cool with it, like patient and like, yeah, this is fine. And the student says, I can't make it. I'm nine hours drive away and I don't have a car. So I have to take the overnight bus to get to Buenos Aires. The guy, the American Airlines rep was so upset. Like you just hear, because he had just done magic. He goes, all right, well, let me see if I can pull a rabbit out of my hat a second time. That's what, what, a nice a guy. what a nice guy. He's so nice. And he says, he goes, bear with me. So for five minutes, he's kind of silent. And then he just says to me, he goes, hey, Emmanuel, is this Emmanuel's email? And I say, yes. He sends the email to Emmanuel. He leaves me out. He doesn't tell me what happens. And then Emmanuel just breaks into a huge smile on his Zoom call. I'm, and I'm like, Emmanuel, what is it? He goes, he got me a flight for tomorrow night. I can make it. I'll get on the overnight bus tonight. And I say, well, Emmanuel, that's great. Send me the itinerary. And I, he sends me the itinerary, and it's a first-class ticket. What? Cyrus. That's awesome. To, to the states. Kenny, that's that makes me that so happy. That is so cool. That makes me so happy. That here's the deal. We we live in a place where everyone says we don't have good people, right? Everyone's we mad sure at everyone. Do. We have good people. They're still good people. Yes, and this American Airlines guy, he knew what he was doing. He was playing it so cool. Like I said, I saw that. I saw two, seat two A. That's first class. You could kind of hear him smile, and he goes. Yeah. And then he goes, but you know what I can't do? I can't help him with the nine-hour bus drive to Buenos Aires. Yeah. Do you think there's going to be a difference between the nine-hour bus ride in a third-world country or in a first-class flight to the United States? The kid's not going to know what hits him. Yeah. I guarantee it. Now, when he gets here, how how does this work? He is your – what is he again? He's your – He'll be my PhD student. So he's 20 – I keep calling him kid. He's 24 – years old okay. or something like that. And uh, he, he already wants... is graduated from college. Okay. And he's trying to be a Dr. Beefus like you? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Wow. And so he's going to study under you? Does he like live with you or how Poor does that guy. work? <laughs> no, no, he's not going to live with me. <laughs> uh, he's going to get his own apartment. Oh, sorry. I'm making fun of you a little bit there, Kevin. Like, he's, <laughs> he's like my employee. <laughs> yeah. Don't be the mean person, Kenny. You just told well, a great right. story. Don't be sorry, the bully. It seemed I'd like... You know, I, I didn't know if, if this was a, you know, come come to America, we house you, you get your PhD, and then you go on to do great things, and we're lifelong doctor friends. I'm going to, so we, we should, if we get along well, we'll be lifelong friends. I did get a hotel room for him for the first five nights to okay. give him a chance to, like, find a place, because none of that's taken care of. It's funny, his mom was, like, in the back, like, she wasn't talking to me or anything, but he says, my mom, my mom wants to know, what do I do about COVID when I get to a Texas, because it looks like Texas is hell. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Uh, a great world country. <laughs> Kenny, that's so funny because we don't have the perspective of the outside world looking into our world, right? Like that's mm-hmm. so funny that that's she's googling for safety for her son, and that's what she comes up with. Hey, is Texas hell? <laughs> and you're like, the heat is. Yes, the heat is. Kenny, you're the best. You're making people smile. You get you're getting a lot of positivity. So thank you for that on the text line, including this text that I will read to you. I'm sure Elizabeth always dreamed of having the last name Beefus. <laughs> oh, that person understands life. Yeah. <laughs> She's hated it since the day, well, days before we got married. I love it. <laughs> hey, Kenny, I appreciate you taking time, man. I, thank you for being my one friend from high school that will answer my answer my text messages. I appreciate yeah. you. 
Right back at you. All right, see you, brother. You guys later. There he is, Kenny. Uh, Kevin, that's a fun story. Yeah, that's a good story. A great Makes me story. Happy. Also, did you really say Daniel Uranus? Is that not the kid's name? That made me laugh so hard. What is it? My buddy from high school.